Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in. Great to have you here, and I appreciate you joining us on another episode of Ask the Expert. Um, today, I have a special guest with me. He's located in Alabama, and actually I've been following him for quite some time on social media. Uh, it started on Instagram, and then we connected on uh, through other networks as well. My guest is actually uh, fighting Parkinson's disease. He has Parkinson's disease, and he's going to share with us his experience, how it's affected him, what he's doing to combat the disease, because I know that he's been very active in um, fighting back against Parkinson's. So I'd like to introduce my very special guest, John Carmichael. Thank you, John, for taking the time on the 4th of July to join me. How are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Good. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time. We've been trying to connect for a while, and our schedules are both kind of crazy. But um, I was wondering if you don't mind telling my viewers a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm John Carmichael, and I do live in uh, what I call L.A. We call it Lower Alabama down here. Uh, I'm a licensed practical nurse. Um, I work with... Um, Reed State Technical College as a student advisor in the uh, nursing program there. And um, I'm married. I have uh, three kids, and um, they're all grown, of course. And uh, I'm a combat veteran, uh, proudly served with the U.S. Army, and um, really just a normal guy just trying to get through life and uh, take care of Parkinson's along the way. Well, you know, in following your activity, um, you've been doing some really cool stuff. Uh, when I, uh, just in general, but especially some of the activities you're involved in and the bicycling and other things, uh, which we'll talk about that in a little while. Um, so, let me ask you this: When were you diagnosed, and if at what age were you when you were diagnosed? Um, I was diagnosed um, March of last year, um, so I, I, I was I was 49 at the time, and um, which is not young necessarily, it's not old. Um, I think I was symptomatic for a little while. I was just uh, kind of ignoring it a little bit, um, and okay. so I uh, finally went to the doctor, and uh, we went down the road to getting diagnosed. I started going to the doctor about nine or ten months prior to the diagnosis so it took a little while to get there okay what were your first symptoms um well i started noticing some some balance issues some fine tremors to hand uh, being a nurse i was, I was kind of suspect of a couple of things um i was having some confusion uh, a little bit of anxiety uh some, I, I wasn't necessarily freezing. I just wasn't walking right, and um, was noticing just a change in my expression. Uh, initially, my my um, family doctor, of course, did a uh, MRI to rule out like MS things like that, and then um, uh, sent me to a neurologist who who did a lot of follow up testing, and um, also sent me to a uh, neuropsychologist. Um, to uh, do some some cognitive function and, and, and ability tests and things like that. So, 
Um, but some of those first symptoms were just balance and movement, really, um, tremors and uh, some, some confusion and focus issues. Okay. Um, regarding tremors, I'm just curious, is that on one side? Yeah, um, I'm actually, like, from my reading, I would be like, you know, that, that first level of Parkinson's, uh, it predominantly affects my right side, and um, it's it's moved to my to my foot and leg some, um, not as much, but the freezing was all on the right side. The uh, balance seems to be more, like, I, I call it. <laughs> I call it my drunk walk. I'll be walking and start just going to the ride a lot of times. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, the, the trimmer is definitely on the right. It's really noticeable. It was, it was, um, kind of inconsistent in the beginning. It's, it got more and more noticeable as time went on. Okay. So, um, it, yeah, medicine started, he started working with medicines at that point, but yeah. Um, I'm going to jump to the medicine question now. Uh, what medications okay. are you taking, if you don't mind sharing that? Oh, I don't mind. Um, initially, he, he started me with um, carbon dopa, levodopa, uh, and I take it three times a day. Uh, I do have the option to take it more. He tells me that, you know, if I'm experiencing some extra off time or something or different things like that. Um, he started an additional medication um, Azelect, which is yes. which has been a, a beneficial medicine to help with um, falling and balance and things, and and also uh, it supplemented the uh, the uh, carbon dopa levodopa quite well in symptom control. But um, I noticed a secondary benefit because it's an MAOB inhibitor, so it um, it started helping me emotionally a little bit. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, I started seeing some plus benefits on that side. Um, for the cognitive part of it, they started me on uh, Aircept. Uh, unfortunately, memory is leaving me pretty quickly, and uh, that's my that's my biggest concern at this point is certainly memory, and um, you know the the fear of Parkinson's onset, you know Parkinson's related dementia, things like that. Um, I do take a couple of supplements, uh, vitamin B12, certainly, for uh, helping maintain energy levels, and they track my B12 levels, and uh, vitamin D, and those are at the urging of my uh, neurologist. Um, yeah, you know, um, in the courses that I teach all over about Parkinson's, for the first couple hours or lecture, we're just learning about, you know, what is it, um, how do people get it, because we don't really know. But we still have a part about that. Um, how does it affect people? Motor symptoms, non-motor symptoms, and I know a low vitamin D is definitely one of the things that's common. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Let's go back to the emotional side, if you don't mind. So, okay. upon your diagnosis, or let's let's go back to before that. How are you feeling before that? Did you have any type of, let's say? Um, um, depression, you, you mentioned anxiety, and then how does that compare to like how your initial reaction when you were actually diagnosed, you realized, okay, I have Parkinson's disease. What was going on emotionally yeah. then? Well, I started noticing that um, I was sort of unplugged from people, um, I, you know, which is, 
I normally I'm a very um, outgoing and um, high energy kind of person. And uh, people started, I noticed people started asking me a lot more, hey, are you okay? What's wrong? Um, you know, my facial expression, of course, was getting more flat, but emotionally, I just felt unplugged from people. I was more, um, I walked around more concerned, and I would say, yes, depressed, but I didn't know what was causing it. Now, after I got diagnosed with Parkinson's, as a nurse, um, dealing with patients who have had Parkinson's, it was, it hurt. Um, I was really sad about it. Um, and it, it still hurts some days. Uh, my wife and I, we had a, my wife's a registered nurse and we had a, uh, good little crisis for a while. Um, it was, it was depressing. It was hard. I was angry. Um, and I, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know how I was going to tell people. I didn't know, I didn't know what, to, I didn't know how to deal with people. And um, I still get there some days. Some days I'm depressed. Some days I wake up and I struggle. Uh, some days I'm, I, I can't, I can't relate to people. I get lost in my own feelings. Um, I knew that Parkinson would eventually um, steal my movement, uh, but the cure is not found. It's going to rob me of my independence. So, you know, it, it, it sort of paints a pretty bleak picture, but you can't let that take control of you. Um, you have to look at today and, and run with today like crazy and, and hope that tomorrow is just as good. So, uh, so yeah, I had to, I had to get, I had to get through the, uh, quick, uh, pity party and say, okay, I'm not going to let this define me. And then I moved forward. You know, I'm really glad you said that because this comes up at a lot of workshops. I'm thinking of one lady in particular in, in London who she says, you know, I, Parkinson's does not define me. I just live with it. A lot of people and, say that. I can't, I can't coin that phrase. A lot of people say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it even came up at the World Parkinson's Congress in Portland, Oregon last year because I was there, which is an amazing conference. Um, if you ever get a chance to go, the next one is Japan two years from now. We should go. I plan on going. Um, it's amazing because they have this network of, uh, or this mix of like 4,500 people. We probably had, I don't know, 800, 1,000 people with PD, caregivers, neurologists, people from the medical community, a few fitness people, not a lot, but uh, some of us were there. And it was an amazing mix where we were, we could all interact together. And, uh, you know, one of the things that comes up and very regularly is we may have Parkinson's, but it, it isn't who we are. Right. So I actually took that now in my workshops and not to talk about me, but it is kind of fun because when we get to the workshops, um, I have this ridiculous joke because, as I say to people, if I wasn't ridiculous, I would be boring. So the joke is people with Parkinson's are people, too. It doesn't <laughs> define them. It isn't who they are. They may have had other problems, too. Maybe they had cancer. Maybe they had, who knows, right, any number of different issues going on. So... um I'm glad that you you have – well, and I also want to just kind of go off for a minute because one of the other things that really made me want to connect with you and um, communicate regularly and interview you is your blog. 
Good. You do. You write some nice stuff. Like that was the very that was the thing right there. It's like okay, I don't have time right now, but soon, as soon as I have time, I need to get to know this guy. So, what is your blog address? Because people should go check um, that out. I just say, really, it just it just addresses um, just sort of my take on living with Parkinson's um, and and trying to stay positive in that. I. Um, but I write it, I, I think, I've been told by many people who read it that, that don't have Parkinson's, um, that, you know, they may have lost a loved one or they may have cancer or they may, you know, they just may be facing whatever issue. But it, I try to write it, even though I write it from a perspective of uh, Parkinson's, I try to write it general enough so that people can be encouraged. Um, you know, life can be tough people face all kinds of adversity. You know, I don't think that, I don't think because I have Parkinson's, I've cornered the market on saying, oh, Lord, I have like the, like biggest challenge in life. I, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the things I do, I, I look at benefits that benefit other things. Like I look at children that fight cancer. I mean, I, I can't even begin to think what that would be like to be like seven or eight years old and battling, you know, for your life. And, and yeah. you know, I am amazed. Yeah. I, I watched last night. I mean, even as I watched Jimmy Choi um, on Ninja Warrior, I was so encouraged by his story and I was encouraged by Michael J. Fox. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. My wife's like, why do you have tears going down your face? I mean, I was just so moved by it. And then right after that, we're watching – uh, the uh, Spartan Challenge, and there's a team on there with these guys who were veterans from Afghanistan, and one of them's missing a leg, and one of them's missing an arm, and these guys are doing the Spartan Challenge, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. what's what's my excuse? <laughs> so you know, it, it's just it's just amazing. So that's why I write that blog. You know, I want people to to when they have that bad day, they can look at it and say. You know, either they'll find something that's really crazy in it, really silly, because I, I rely on humor. But I hope they find encouragement, and I hope that um, I hope that it at least picks them up for just a minute. Um, that that's, that it, it helped me get my feelings out. Sure, and it was a big healing process, but it but it but it truly once people started reading it, I was so encouraged to continue writing. What is the yeah, uh, website? Of, people with Parkinson's. Yeah, what's the you website address for that? Um, it's actually on WordPress, and I, uh, it's just BJ. It's just BJ Carmichael. Um, I'm trying to remember. I can look it up in, 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 toward the end of this, and I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. But uh, I'll find it. I'll put a link <laughs> on the screen, and people can just click and go. Yeah, if, yeah. you know, it's really well. Like there, my memory. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's it's really well written. There is humor in it, and I find it to be uplifting. And that's when I I only read like two paragraphs um, the first time I hit on it. I think I, I went to it from your Instagram account because I think you have a link from there. That's what that I'll get the link from there. I click over and I'm like, let's check this out. Like, okay, this is really good. So I, I appreciate what you're doing there. You're doing a great job with that. Thank you. I know. I know. I talk about humor, and um, there's one out there. If you haven't read it yet, um, that song um, "Watch Me." Um, 
I actually wrote a parody to having Parkinson's to that song. Uh, I was I was hugging my wife goodbye for work one day, and um, my leg just started this crazy dance. I mean, it was like tremor like crazy, and so I started singing um, "Do the Shaky Leg," and um, she started laughing. She's like, "You're so crazy." And I actually sat down and in about 10 minutes wrote a parody to that song, watched me and published it on my blog. And uh, Allison Topperwayne, I don't know if you know her, Topperwayne, Topperwayne, I don't know how to say her name. She was on American Ninja Warrior last year. She actually picked it up on her Huffington Post blog. So, oh, wow. Yeah, she's a big Parkinson's champion, too. So, wow. Uh, she, she picked it up on her blog. So I, I was really I was really excited about that. That's great, man. But it's pretty funny. It, it is funny. You'll have to read that one. <laughs> I'll check that out for sure. Um, let me move forward with a couple other questions. I'm getting my list in front of me here because I just lost it. Um, so we, we talked about actually some of the ways Parkinson's has affected your life. Um, is there anything more as far as that that you'd, you'd like to talk about? Because actually what I want to start to get into in a minute is what you're doing to combat it besides medications. But as far as um, affecting right. your life in any way, physically or any challenges, um, anything additional you want to share there? Well, you know, there's there's the normal stuff with Parkinson's, like uh, some days you can't really sleep. Um, your handwriting's like itty-bitty, so you have to really focus on trying to change that. Um, you know, I talked with you a little bit ahead of time. I'm taking a speech class, so certainly uh, the voice levels, facial expression. Um, people don't really understand the emotion behind what you're saying sometimes. Um you know, falling is always a challenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, swallowing. So the simple act of just swallowing food sometimes can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I told someone recently that, that you fight movement constantly. I spend more time being tired or stiff from, from trying not to move because it's such a self, um, self-image thing that it's like it's like pressing the gas and the brake in your car all the time. You're trying to go and stop at the same time. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just a challenge sometimes. And it's not it's not bad all the time. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Um, you know, it just depends. But it, it, it's just challenging. So, you, I mean, you, I, and I know a lot of Parkinson's folks face that. Well, you know, I, this this information, although I'm familiar with hearing this or, um, you know, from my clients or at workshops, I, I'm glad you're sharing all this because a lot of people are not aware of, for example, uh, maybe even trying to put food in your mouth. I know for some time, for some people, if they're right-hand dominant and the tremor's here, uh, it, it might not only just be the tremor, but I know one of my clients has trouble with turning his arm to be able to right. get the fork in his mouth. It's a real challenge. And then what's happened is, like, some people don't want to go out anymore in public because they don't want to be looking like that in public. There's a self-image, um, so they become less social. And so there's that uh, that kind of thing. And I think um, for a lot of people, they're just not aware of this. So I, I appreciate you sharing this because um, there's... 
to, to a lot of people, these would be little things we would never even think about. I even remember my first client who couldn't roll over, right? Just couldn't roll over. Like I never even thought about the the idea that you could lose the ability to roll over in bed and you would need help. So I actually went out and learned, you know, strategy to help people roll. And fortunately, it has helped uh, many people to be able to regain that uh, that ability. But who who would have thought that, right, rolling over in bed? We just all do it. We wake up, and we just roll over and get out. But that's not the case for everyone. You know, I saw it once. Uh, there's, there's a huge issue with your feet kind of drawing up in bed when you're trying to sleep. And I read one time where Michael J. Fox actually said that, uh, you know, since that's a factor that keeps him awake, he actually keeps a pair of hard shoes. And when his feet start drawing up, he just gets up and puts these really tight-fitting loafers on and goes back to sleep with his shoes on. Oh. You learn to oh. you learn to adapt to things considerably with uh, Parkinson's. So. Right. Yeah. Well, but. let's let's take it forward a notch now. So you've shared a lot with us about. Um, when you were diagnosed, tremors, or the uh, symptoms you had before, um, how it's been affecting you. But I almost, I also know that you're exercising, you're doing things. You did like a 37-mile bike ride recently or something, or maybe longer. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on. I'll just put, the, put it out there as a general question, but please include exercise in your answer. What are you doing to combat Parkinson's? Definitely exercise. Um, I read a study early on, probably probably within the uh, first month, I went to uh, went to uh, Walmart and bought like a mountain bike and just started biking. Um, I said, I said, I got to do something. And um, I remember struggling to make uh, five miles and uh, doing a, doing like <laughs> It was taking me forever to do those five miles. And um, I joined the gym, um, started working on strength and uh, flexibility. And then a friend of mine who, who lost her daughter to uh, cancer that I worked with, she um, she told me about a local bike ride, a uh, 25-mile ride. So I started focusing on that and um, made my first 25-mile ride. Now, I did it on that mountain bike, which was a challenge. And um, But... It wasn't long after that I bought a regular road bike and started training hard. And um, I made some training rides right at 60 miles, um, and that's in a year's time. You know, I've made it up to 60 miles. I'm, I'm getting about, um, you know, around 14 to 15 miles an hour sometimes average. I did just finish one um, for um, – it was a cancer ride here locally. It was a 37-mile ride in the pouring rain. Um, so biking certainly helps. Uh, biking, the days that I don't bike, I notice that my symptoms are a little worse. The days that I do bike, my symptoms are really uh, well-controlled. Um, I wouldn't say enough to stop medicine, but it's enough to not add extra medicine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mentally... Oh Lord! It, it 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 you know exercise just creates all this positive energy in you. So mentally, if you can't do anything but walk, if that's all if that's all you feel comfortable doing, 
get out and do it because it's going to help your mind as much as it helps your body. Um, you know, I, I've started entertaining, um, looking into things like um, maybe Tai Chi or yoga to improve flexibility and balance because I'm currently training. I just signed up Sunday for um, Warrior Dash, which is right. for uh, St. Jude's Hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that made me scared, but I was like, okay, you need to do this. <laughs> But it's in, uh, it's, it's just north of Baton Rouge in, um, October, so I got a couple of months, but I'm doing a, another obstacle course race in September. I call it Delta Dash, which is local, but it's a 5K. And, uh, so I'm trying to spread out a little bit, um, do some different things other than biking. And, um, but what I found is like, I'm healthier now at 50 than I have been most of my life. And um, my outlook is like so much better, and um, it, ha- it it helps my relationships with others, and um, sort of gives me goals to work for and to look forward to. So it gives me, you know, instead of sitting around and focusing on Parkinson's all the time and, and saying, you know, well, this helps my Parkinson's or um, you know, this this keeps me from having bad symptoms. I say, you know, look at what I can do. Look at the, the benefit it is to, to children with cancer or to, like I did a ride for um, injured veterans. Um, you know, look, look at the benefits to others, and when it, it sort of takes the focus off of me, and, and, and it actually minimizes the fact that I have Parkinson's it, within my own mind. I mean, it's still there, but it, but it helps lessen the impact, I guess, in my day-to-day life. So, yeah, exercise, 100%. Get knowledgeable on Parkinson's. Meet up with people like Carl Sterling. See what he's doing in the world of Parkinson's. Uh, but seriously, find the experts out there, you know, and, and uh, get knowledgeable. Be smart about it. Um, I had a little bit of a jump on it because I'm a nurse, but, you know, there there are tons of information out there. And if you have the opportunity, um, you know, get into a program, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're less fortunate here because there's not a lot of um, parties and support and things in this area. But if you can get into an area where you can go to, um, like, you see all these things about boxing and, um, you know, just movement. Get yeah. involved. Do that. Volunteer. Volunteer to help. With, even if it's not Parkinson's, just volunteer to help with something. Um, it, it is tough. Self-image is horrible. I, I struggle to go out and eat in restaurants, but you know, you can't help the fact that you have Parkinson's. You can't help the fact that you move. So, um, you know, you might as well roll with it. And um, so, just find that positive attitude, even if it's just realizing that you got up this morning, your feet touched the floor, and you didn't fall on the floor. So, that's a plus. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know for, um, I'll just add a little bit here about what, um, some of the stuff that we teach. And, uh, you know, I've, I haven't, none of this is my information. I just get it from experts. And a lot of it comes from the neuro- neurology world. You know, first of all, you get moving. Whether you have Parkinson's or not, usually you start to feel better anyways, no matter who it is, right? Because things start going on in your brain. Um, um, substances get produced. They feel you feel better. You know, for example, uh, BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, gets created if you elevate your heart rate for long enough. And it could 
uh, they believe that that's produced if you just do the equivalent of walking fast for like 20 to 30 minutes, right? Just get the heart rate up just enough to create that. Well, that's like a, a miracle grow for the brain. There's plenty of research out there that talks about BDNF. And so if you're taking medications, they believe that it helps the uptake of the medication to get in your body faster, um, assimilate more, and stay for longer. And, you know, it helps all these neurotransmitters. Um, uh, it helps things to work better, basically, as maybe slow the progression of dying brain cells and maybe even give birth to new brain cells. But the whole idea is, uh, you know, I, I have uh, this thing I tell people, just get started. Because uh, I am as guilty as everybody else out there. I will admit that at least half the time that I work out, I don't really feel like it before I do. So I force myself. And, you know, usually within five minutes, I'm ready to rock and roll and keep going. And then sometimes I want to go longer than I thought I would. But um, I'm, I'm so glad to hear, and we've talked, actually, we talked on the phone for quite a while here uh, last month. So I got to know a lot more about you, but I'm real impressed with all the stuff you're doing because you're not doing the easy stuff either. You're, you're doing to do a warrior dash, for gosh sakes. Yeah. I think I'm afraid I'm of that. Excited, yeah. yeah, I'm afraid of that one. Although I sh- I'd kind of like to do one at some point. So, um, yeah. I'll let yeah. you know how it goes. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I'll let you do it first. <laughs> um, but yeah. that's, you you're taking a real, well, you're taking a real proactive approach on fighting back, combating, uh, taking, we, we know when we exercise, we, it's kind of like, uh, nature's antidepressant, right? So yeah. we know that depression is the number one non-motor symptom of Parkinson's, so, and anxiety can be uh, relieved somewhat by exercise, too. So right off the bat there, we, we feel better. And I'm, I know you were saying you feel a lot better after you exercise, too. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, 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 in the beginning, I'm telling you, I hated it, but in the beginning it was tough. But, you know, after you can get through that initial... Um, that initial, I guess, apprehension about starting any workout regimen. But I always, I always do tell people though, you know, whatever, whatever things you have going on, be sure to check with people that know, you know, like your doctor or, 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 or physical therapy type people before you start any of that, because you don't want to injure yourself certainly and, 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 and compound things. But the other thing I tell people, I mean, because you know, even as I, I dealt with elderly patients and things, folks who didn't have PD. I just encourage people, pick something you like. Not uh, yeah. everybody's going to like biking. Not mm-hmm. everybody's going to like running. I mean, you know, pick something you like, and you'll stick with it. So that's the biggest thing. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's one of the things that we teach also because you have to pick something you like or you're not likely to keep doing it, you know. Something's better than nothing, so pick the things you like. Um, yeah. So let me move forward with another question. I keep losing my question list. Here it is. <laughs> so this, uh, let me let me ask you this. So do you feel that the exercise has helped you to manage the disease symptoms better? Oh yeah, definitely. I um, you know, I've had some periods where uh, like I would miss like a week. And um, my symptoms would actually start kind of 
declining, like they would get worse. So um, I know that there's a, I know for a fact that there's a positive impact on my symptom control. Um, I, I find that I don't have to take the extra medicine. Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, however, some of it, exercise doesn't necessarily help. Um, you know, you had, you had asked me one time before, and I think even on this question list about on and off times with medicine. Yeah. Um, you're just, you, sometimes you're going to have off days, and they are. Sometimes it can be like off hours, or sometimes it can be in cycles of two or three days, four days. Um, you just have to manage through those um, and, and, and track those and, and tell your doctor about them, tell your neurologist about them. But um, see if you can see if you can find some commonalities. You know, is, is something going on in your life? Are you not exercising? Are you um, are you having huge diet changes? Things like that. Um, is there a lot of stress going on? Some of that affects direct anything that would normally affect your mind would certainly affect the uptake of the medicine. So um, sure, just just try to just try to look at those things, but just know that you're going to have off days and. Um, don't let them get you down because they will beat you up. So, off days are horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm. I think that the you're welcome to add anything additional that you want to. But the last question I have for you is, what what was your t- takeaway message, or let's say, uh, what advice do you have that you want to share? For anyone and everyone, let's say people with Parkinson's, caregivers, um, anyone, what would be your takeaway message? What do you want to share with them the most? Well, I would say I would say I have two messages. One is really like for caregivers and just for families and friends and, and really just people in general. Um, you know, don't don't be frustrated too much by us, um, our facial expressions, our sometimes l- lack of good choices for words, um, sometimes our self-absorption with what's going on with us does not mean that we don't care about you. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just difficult sometimes. Uh, we do appreciate you. We, we thank you and, 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 and appreciate the concern and the care and things like that. Um, but uh, just... Just realize you got to be patient with us. Um, for, for people with Parkinson's, you need to remember that those caregivers and family members and friends, I was reminded by a friend of mine one time that, uh, you know, yeah, you're going through the disease. It's your disease, but I'm going through it with you too because I'm losing the person that you were. So there's just as much loss for family members and caregivers. So as as someone with Parkinson's, we we have to remember that as well. We're not the only ones suffering loss. We're just suffering different loss. Um, and we've got to wake up each day and uh, find the positives in it. And um, you know, I'm not thankful that I have PD. And I shared this with you before on our telephone conversation. I'm not thankful that I have PD. I would not wake up any day and say, you know, I'm glad I was blessed with PD because I'm not. But um, I am glad to have a new perspective. Um, I wake up and I appreciate each day for the gift that it is. Um, 
you know, good or bad, it's going to have some positive in it. So I am thankful for each new day. And um, I have a quote kind of similar in one of my blogs that says, you know, I don't plan to live in a world where my life is shaken by Parkinson's disease. I plan to uh, shake up the world I live in each day. So I like that. Yeah. I like I that a lot. That's I, I can't say it's a quote, quote. I don't know if I read that somewhere or if I actually came up with it. I can't really say because, you know, unfortunately memory <laughs> – Memory is not great, but um, but yeah. So that's uh, that's how I try to live. I try to I try to figure out how I'm going to shake up the world each day. And I think everyone with Parkinson's, instead of saying Parkinson's is defining me, I'm not going to be defined by it. I'm going to shake up the world and make a difference, regardless. So. I love it, man. That's that's really inspiring. Just like you, you are inspiring. Your blog is inspiring. The activities you're doing are so inspiring. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna admit, admit I have thought about doing a Warrior Dash, and I'm too much of a chicken. <laughs> uh, you can do it, man. You but you're do doing it. it. Yeah, I know. I, I one of these days, I, I did a Spartan a couple of years ago with my kids. Uh, did an obstacle challenge in New York City. That was really fun. Uh, the Spartan wasn't too bad. It was a short one, you know, so there's only a little yeah. bit of mud. And um, it was actually really fun. But uh, well, I know the Warrior 12, Dash is some of those. Obstacles. It's only 12 obstacles. Mm-hmm. Next year, next October, you just come down from Syracuse, and you and I will run it in uh, north of Baton Rouge in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, John, uh, I've learned a lot from you. You've inspired me. You have been all along anyways through your Instagram, through your blog. Um, really, again, appreciate, especially on a holiday here, July 4th, you taking this time to connect, share with me so that I can share with my audience and put this out there and help. hopefully, you know, my ultimate goal is always to reach out and uh, have other people be affected in a positive way. That's the whole reason, well, one of two reasons for these interviews. One of them is I uh, self, what do I call this? Um, self-indulgently, I get to learn. So for me, it's really good because I learn more. But then I get to share that with other people, and there's a lot that comes out of these things. Our traffic has been growing, so I'm very happy about that. We want to keep getting the word out. So um, thank you. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I, I, I hope someone is encouraged by this, truly. And, and I thank you for the work that you're doing in the world of Parkinson's because, uh, you know, just seeing seeing work like from, from leaders like you, it, it encourages me to keep going and to try to make a difference just in my little community. So so you keep going, too. I, thank you. I will. We have uh, things nobody knows about yet on the horizon in the near future that will be getting out there that I think going to, you know, we can never promise. I don't want to create false hopes, but I think they're going to change the game at least to bump it up a notch so people can manage disease symptoms even better. And none of it's my own original thoughts because I don't have any original thoughts. It just comes from all the experts out there and combining materials and going off of some of their research, uh, neurologists and um, other people as well. So I'm just going to keep at it and uh, do the best that I can.
So right, you and I are going to stay in touch. Stay on the line with me here, too. Um, I'm going to just wrap it up, and I want to thank uh, John again for joining me. I want to thank everyone out there who's watching or listening. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you uh, found this to be useful and valuable. I know that I sure have. Uh, John's doing amazing things. So um, we're going to keep we'll, – we'll get together again and do this. See, We'll do another view somewhere down the road because I want to see – Keep track of your progress and how you did in that warrior dash and all that kind of thing. So, you know, for listeners out there, watchers out there, just keep tuning back in. And um, thanks again for watching. Have a great day.